we are live. Bro, I love how it says you are on stage. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Ludis. Good morning, Mikey. How are you oh. doing this morning? Bro, number one, I'm not working today. Hey. So that's an automatic plus. I'm not working either. <laughs> Yo, chill. <laughs> chill, my guy. Hey. You good though? I'm good, man. I've been up since 5 30 this morning. Um, woke up to pray, have some boxing with the spirit. Boxing with the spirit, just having some alone time with my my creator. And uh just I was just vibing with him. We're just talking and uh just kinda having a conversation with him, venting to him, telling him where my mind is at and uh where things Where's your mind at? <laughs> my mind <laughs> <laughs> My mind is everywhere. I was just telling him what the things that make sense and then complaining about the things that don't make sense, you know, because that's how we pray. Right. And um, facts. so it, it, it was it was it was a good morning, though. It was a good little seshi sesh. Yo, so over or under. Of the amount of. Backlash will probably get because of the title of this episode series. So over, I'm doing. So I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say five over or under. Way over five. <laughs> like, first of all, let, let the record show I'm the one that came up with the name. True. Um, I, I, I'm I'm a little wild. I'm 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 a loose cannon sometimes. And I was like, Louis, we gotta think of a name that when people see it, they're like, Hey, yo, relax. I gotta hear about this. Yeah, and and then newsflash! Now you're hearing word. Welcome to the kingdom. Like, <laughs> yeah. So by the way, welcome to the disruptive doctrine podcast. Yeah, uh, where we get wild. So this is episode two with our new co-host, the one and only Mikey Cruz, aka uh, Little Miggy. Little Miggy. Well, there's nothing little about you. No, nah, no, nah, I'm 268 Chill. pounds. Ain't <laughs> nothing little about me. But we out here, and um. We kind of did a, a test run last week and we got a lot of positive feedback and uh, we were talking how like, bro, how, how have we never thought about doing a podcast together? I don't know how it took this long. Um, because he thought you were better than me. Probably. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> probably. Stop moving uh, your mic, my guy. Okay, my bad, my bad. So first of all, big time upgrade. Um Compared to last week's audio, I was able to help Mikey out with a mic and Mike help Mike with a mic. Oh God, um, sound, stop, stop. so much better. Mine, mine didn't get here in time for today's episode. Um, but next week you're going to see a whole vibe behind me. I'm going to have some photos framed up. I got my light vibe, everything. Um, yeah, so, so it's, it's going to be a vibe. Um, so let's go ahead and jump in. So. First of all, Mikey, tell us what did talk about how, what conversation we were talking about and how you came up with the name. Um, so we were talking about the different roles, I believe, right? We were talking about the different roles of what the Holy Spirit. Well, the, first, first we were talking about how whether or not we are able to walk in the spirit twenty. Like, oh 20. yes, yes, yes. My bad, Louis. You got to. We have so many conversations about Bible stuff. You got to be specific. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we were just talking about, you know, the 
the the concept that is taught in churches where we're supposed to be perfectly in the spirit 24 7 365 you can never break character it's it's got to be this way and we Dang, were talking I like about that and i told him character. yeah and i told him i said if that's the case i'm screwed because <laughs> i am definitely not in the spirit 24 hours a day i i i mess up so much um like I'll admit it. Like it just happened to me yesterday. I hate, I hate, I hate slow drivers. <laughs> and <laughs> I was driving back from a job on, it wasn't yesterday, it was Wednesday. And I was driving back from this job and like where I live, it's a HOA community. And like in the HOA, in like the community Facebook page, they're always saying, oh, people are driving too fast. And I'm like, man, that's me, man. I'm the one they're talking about. Uh, but uh, there's just uh. one specific car. It's a red Dodge Durango. Well, it's not a car, it's an SUV. And it's like every I've been, I've Lewis, I'm not joking. I have ended up behind this SUV so many times driving home into the community. And he knows that I speed because I've sped around him a few times, <laughs> just being honest. And yesterday, man, oh my God. So they're building a new intersection at the entrance of the community where they're putting up new red lights. So there's cops now because there. Because of you? <laughs> so I can't speed around them because now there's cops there overseeing like the construction like they be doing. And this car was going the full speed limit, the whole 30 <laughs> miles per hour. And I'm like, I literally, my 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 hairs were tingling. I was so pissed. I was like, bro, if you don't, I'm a, I just felt like revving into him. I'm going to be honest. I was getting so mad. And oh my God, it was so bad. And I remember I'm like, why am I getting so angry? Like, because he's driving the speed limit. <laughs> like, it was when I tell you the amount of anger I had in my body. Like, I was overwhelmed. Like, this guy is really pissing me off. I'm so upset. I'm about to just purposely. I'm, I, it was it was bad. And then I got home, and I'm like, why am I angry? Like, why am I so filled with anger? <laughs> What's wrong with me, Jesus? Thanks. I was like, fix that's, me. That, that's a, such a loaded question. <laughs> oh my god what's wrong with me jesus so anyway i digress the point is it is impossible for us to be in the spirit 24 7 despite what they teach you in church uh they're teaching you to play roles and characters and portray certain things so the ties can come in and the people can feel like oh this is a holy church and 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 pastors like woke people because woke pays bills right you know because it attracts more people and uh lgbt friendly yeah we can do that you're good you know anyways anyways because homosexual couples especially homosexual men they can't have kids so their income typically goes a longer way and pastors know that so they want to bring them in but anyways well well you woke up spicy i'm a little spicy today i'm not gonna lie It's, it's it's a little crazy but we gonna talk about it, bro. Yeah. So here's the thing. So this is gonna be like, as I was meditating on this today, I'm like, this is gonna be a pretty long series because uh, today we're gonna talk about um, what it means to walk in the flesh versus walking in the spirit. Next week we're gonna talk about the three ways the Holy Spirit interacts with us, which is just a basic preview: is He walks with us, He walks in us, and He wa- and He's upon us, and each has its own purpose. Um, but if we're going to talk about threesomes, we also talk, we got to, 
You can't Listen, just drop it in yes, like I that. Can. Yes, I can, and I did. Listen, if we're gonna talk oh about threesomes, we have yeah. to talk about how we also interact with Jesus Correct. and then God. Because I'm reading this book. Shout out to Etha, Jason Rodriguez's wife, which I'm rocking his hoodie. Hit up J Rod on Facebook, Jason Rodriguez. Get you one of these hoodies. You like that plug? But the point is. I'm reading this book. She told me to read this book on how to pray. And I'm reading and I'm like, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm in chapter it, two. It, that book it's is when so we pray, we pray to the Father, which is God. But the only reason why we're able to pray to God the Father is because of the work of Jesus Christ as our Savior. And then the Holy Spirit acts as our power giver, as our intercessor, as our mediator. So we interact with all three of them differently. God mm -hmm. is the boss. He's he's the big kahuna. He's God. You are in charge of everything. Jesus, thank you so much because you're the high priest of the most holy place that I can now enter. And then the Holy Spirit is my usher into the presence of the Lord. You know, so what, dale. you know what I wrote today? I wrote the Trinity, this threesome, right, is like the sun, literally S-U-N. Check this out. Talk to me. The sun itself has three aspects of it mm -hmm. the sun is the source of what essentially life everything he not essentially it is it is with no sun this earth is gone yep so it is the source of life itself god is the source of life because he created it then you got the light that comes from the sun jesus was the light that you know, Jesus is essentially the light from the sun. He, he represents like the light that the sun gives. Jesus was the light of everything that God is, was, and forever will be on earth. Uh, and he's the light of the way. He lights the way, right? And then mm -hmm. you have the heat that comes from the sun. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. You know, that's why when you're feeling the presence and you start getting that heat, that little, that cool heat in a way. And for those who have felt the spirit and, and his presence you know exactly what i'm talking about the tinglys that cold heat that you're like oh something's coming yeah. when like when pastor starts going in and he starts dropping these and you're like oh and you start getting that little cold heat yeah. chill like when lightning's about to hit and people yeah. stand up and that warm feeling also that like if it's if it's cold outside and it's a beautiful or cold inside is a beautiful day and you walk out and you just feel that warmth from the sun like caressing you and it's just like oh man this feels just it feels so comforting that's what also the holy spirit does it brings the heat but it also brings comfort so it's like god the source of life sun the light from the sun jesus was the light and the holy spirit is the the heat kind of corny but that's what i wrote down this morning. no i dig it i dig it so um so like i said i mean it's so that that's kind of the the theme we're going to be doing with this series is we're going to be discussing all the different ways but um we're starting off today in that before we discuss how father son and holy spirit interact with us we need to understand that in order to interact with them we have to walk within their realm mm. because say that you again say it again yo and, and i say it slowly all right ready asmr <laughs> Oh my God! Stop! That's so bad with the title. <laughs> Listen, say it's spirit led. Nah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. In order. <laughs> no, let's do it. Do it. Go ahead and do it. In order to walk, talk, and interact 
with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We need to walk in the same realm they operate in. I like so, it. I like it. So here's the thing. I want to start off with this analogy, right? And the first thing we have to understand is that before Christ, there was only one nature we were able to walk in. We were, we were only allowed to walk in the sinful human nature. The spirit of God had left us. So since we did not have the spirit of God, we could not operate in that realm, right? Jesus Christ comes, does his boss work. And now we have the ability by accepting Jesus, professing our faith in him, in him, confessing our sins, to receive the Holy Spirit, which acts as an usher and to usher us into that realm. But like we said, we can't walk in that 24-7. It is literally impossible. Why? Because unfortunately, we have the ability where we can shut off the spirit part and separate ourselves from the spirit if we choose to follow mm. sin. The, the human nature and the spirit nature are not connected 24-7. They can be connected when you're with the spirit, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit allows us to act like a sucker fish, like those fish that attach themselves to hitch right in the ocean. The Holy Spirit, what it does is it, it acts, it allows us to act as a, suck, a suffer, sucker fish with God. Like we're able to be connected with God because of the Holy Spirit. But if he's gone and we try to get close to God, we can't. So... That's why Paul says, kill your flesh daily, because every day I have to make the choice. Today, I want to be in the spirit. But then there's moments like when the Dodge Durango is in front of you for that moment. That freaking Dodge Durango, man. You, 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 hear, you even hear the sound effect. Like, like you separate yourself, right? So here's nah. the analogy that God gave me to explain this, right? Go ahead. Go ahead. As a son, you and me are sons of Mary Lopez. Shout out to mom. I'm her favorite. Mommy. When I am acting as a son, I am not able to act as a husband or father at that same time. So if my mom says, hey, I need you to help me with something as a son. And my wife says, hey, I need you to help me with something. I have to choose which one I'm going to help. I can't help both at the same time. Right. Um, I can't I can't tell my mom what to do because I'm a son, but I'm also a father. So I can tell my son what to do. I can tell my son what to do, but my mom, when I have a relationship with my mom, I have my relationship reflects my sonhood. Now, with as a husband, I can't do father things. So I can't tell my wife, hey, you got to do what I tell you. I'm not your dad. So I can't do a father action and be a husband at the same time. And then as a father, I cannot treat my son as a spouse, I can't treat my son. Uh, I can't treat Elias like if he's my parent, like if he tells me what to do. So the, the, I know it's like I said, it's we're, we can be adults here. It's like if, if I'm with my wife making love and my son knocks on the door. No, he getting ignored. He getting ignored. He's knock. getting ignored. Yeah, but go he's back to your room. If, if, I, if I have to address him, I have to stop acting as a husband for that moment. And then go and ask my son why. I can't act in both roles at the same time. So those people say, oh, I walk in the spirit 24-7, bro. You really... Mm. Kind of aren't. Me. You kind of <laughs> aren't. You know? And here's the thing. What I wrote here is... 
We are one person living out multiple roles in our lives and must focus on the role we are playing at the present moment. So Paul talks about in Romans 7, 14 through 20, where he talks about the things I don't want to do, I do it. The things I do want to do, I don't. I do the things that I hate and I don't do the things that I love. Well, Paul Mm. is literally proving in that verses, I can't be in the spirit all the time because there's times that what I do want to do, I don't do it. Yeah. So why do we keep on telling people it's able to be perfect and you're able to walk in the spirit 24-7 when you can't? Now, yeah. dale. No, I'm just saying that's facts because like at the end of the day, we know every there, there's a there is a laundry list of things that we're supposed to be doing for God daily. You know, dang well you don't we be don't. doing that list every day. We like, don't. You have those people who talk about, oh, I got a passion for the souls, passion for the souls. Okay, well, what are you doing about it? Nothing. Okay, so then stop talking about it. I got passion for the souls, but don't come to church. No, nah, and it's not even about that. It's even worse when they go don't to church. Pray. No, it's even worse when you go to church because what happens? How can you talk about uh, God's love and, and, and your passion for their souls, but then when someone walks in with earrings in church, you're like, oh, look at the way this guy, or if they're wearing a certain outfit, like, bro, look at the, they got tattooed all the, look at the gauges on his, look, bro, how can you talk so much about God's love, but then you're doing that? But then you want to talk about passion and souls. Are you in the spirit? Even though you can be in the spirit as far as in the presence of the spirit in church and be out of the spirit at the same times. But what happens is you have titled leadership. You lead when you have a title. When you're in front of the lights, when 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 it quote unquote matters. But leadership at the end of the day, because you got to think about it as a leader. Right. I get I get I get put in a position where I'm in charge of the youth ministry. My scope of leadership is within the walls of the youth ministry. That's it. That's backup, my role. A backup half an inch because you're getting wild. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's within the scopes of of you know where I've been placed. But then you have people who don't have titles. I rather to be honest, I rather not have a title because guess what? Now my scope, I can I can lead where I can go wherever I want. I'm not the president of the Caballeros. I'm not the president of the Damas. I'm not the president of the Hovenis. I'm the president of every lost soul that's I need to talk to. Like there's no limits for me. I don't have a scope. I could just go and and preach the gospel and just do do what I need. And um dang. The other way, the other way. This way? To me. Okay. Like yeah. that? Yeah, a little bit closer. So we don't we don't have sound we don't have a sound team, guys. So you're gonna hear us kind of guiding each other in the middle of the episode. That's Absolutely. crazy. But yeah, that that's that's what I think about that. Um so now as I was preparing for this, first of all, Mikey, your voice sounds great with that new mic. Man, you want I me to talk it. to you more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? I don't I'm know. I'm dead. I'm dead. But listen, so now we have this conversation, bro. This is about to be crazy right now. If we can't be in the spirit 24-7, then we read 1 Thessalonians 5.17 and it says pray without ceasing. Mm. Bro. Plot twist. So we know it is impossible to walk in the spirit 24-7 because the only one that could do that and did it was Jesus. Was Jesus. Yeah, and here's the crazy thing about Jesus. Ready for this mic drop moment? Do it. Jesus, his godly nature never separated from his human nature. It coexisted. They were, 
it was the same nature because yeah it coexisted because of sin we can separate from god's spirit and act in the flesh jesus's human nature and his divine nature were always always it could not be separated that's why he was able to be human but be without sin because it was like came in divinity and conquered flesh so in our case we have the flesh trying to take us from the spirit in the case of jesus jesus said human nature you ain't going anywhere you and me are gonna be (laughs) um so now off the rip like pray without ceasing is it possible to pray 24 7. no well it depends on what you define prayer as see this is this is how we're gonna get into it we have we've labeled we've defined prayer so wrong Mm We because we so I was taught we were taught as kids right that if you're not on let's just put it this way look look how I don't want to say ignorant because I don't want to get in trouble no but, say it because they're you're speaking well here, it's ignorance because well the way they used to teach us was um if, if you're you not have, on your knees it don't no, count if if you don't have marks on your knees yeah. then you don't pray like they we we had people lifting up their dress pants in church to show you the march on their knees. Oh, look how hard I pray. Meanwhile, they're a mechanic. Stop lying. That's because of your job. Don't be trying to say that you pray 24 seven. You're a mechanic. Stop. Like, but here's the thing though. (laughs) Homies had marks on their knees, but their fruits were rotten. I'm going to be real. I do pray. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say, no, oh, I pray 80 times. No, I, I, I'm bettering my prayer life, but I do pray pretty consistently. Um, uh, I'm the same way. I'm not, it could I'm be not, better. Yeah. Um, I'm real. Number one, my, I my got prayer car- life could be better. Yeah. I'll admit it. Uh, number I'm one, working I got, on it. My whole house is carpet. So you're not going to see marks on my knees anyways. <laughs> like <laughs> second of all, uh, most of the time I'm praying is as I'm doing my things throughout the day, like, as I'm at a job doing photo shoots, or if I'm doing the dishes, or if I'm just driving. But then like this morning, you gave dedicated time. Exactly, yeah. This morning, I intentionally woke up with, like, this is my and my and, and that's where we have to have this prayer talk, where when it says pray without ceasing, it doesn't mean I have to be in the room locked up all day long. Right. And that's kind of what we were taught. So... I mean, and this is where we have the natural versus spirit conversation. We spend on average eight hours a day sleep. I, I don't sleep eight hours. I don't know. I wish. I can't remember. My my magic number is usually between six to six and a half. I calculate if I can get six to six and a half hours of sleep, I'm golden. For me, it's five. Like <clears throat> if I can get five, like well, you got a newborn. So yeah, that's yeah, it's why. different. But here's the thing, though. Like I said, I mean, it's I'm working throughout the day. I spend eight hours a day working. I can't focus on other things while I'm at work. I'll get fired because they monitor me. And then there's times where I'm cooking. There's times where I'm driving. There's times. So I'm not on my knees in a dedicated prayer. And again, we'll start getting into this in the future where there's different kinds of prayer. You have your prayer in the spirit. Praying in the spirit means there's no distractions. I lock the door and I'm giving this dedicated time to the Lord so I can hear what heaven wants from me. It's intentional. intentional. Yeah. But then let, we're going to talk about now, and I got a little list here of the different kinds of prayer. When it says pray without ceasing, I can be in my natural present state at work, driving, cleaning, 
but and doing a a non-spiritual function because oh there's people oh yeah when i clean i'm cleaning in the spirit no bro you're not clean the act of physically cleaning is not spiritual the act of cooking is not spiritual the act of driving a vehicle is not spiritual stop trying to sanctify everything there's like oh you know when i'm working i'm working spiritually no i can work as if i'm working for the lord and everything that you do do it as if you were doing it for the lord the bible says but the act itself is not holy but i can do it for the holy one so my actions reflect so even jesus when he was on earth like people tend to realize like jesus was still a son he was still uh bro he went to parties all the time yeah and he changed your water to wine right so Facts. um you know he he worked he was a he carpenter played games. he played games with other kids you know it's 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 people people forget that um <clears throat> but jesus wasn't like doing miracles 24 like correct because remember he has to just, be like us just, correct let's just put it this way i saw a video the other day that just blew my mind and he the, the preacher was saying when god made adam he made Adam essentially as already a full grown man. So he was like, <clears throat> technically, Jesus could have came down as an adult already. Like, hey, I'm the savior. I'm the chosen one. Let's do this. So it's like, why did he come as a baby? He's like, he came down as a child, as an unborn child, so that no one can say, oh, you don't know what it is to be a child in these shoes. You don't know what it is to be a, an adolescent or a youth and everything that we're going through and all the temptations and, and the struggles. He was like, I'm going to come down from an un, as an unborn child all the way to an adult. So there's no phase in life that you can tell me that I cannot relate to because mm-hmm. I, I went through it as well. So he experienced every aspect of life just as we do for that reason. Yeah, no facts. And then, you know, I, I love having this conversation, which is why I love the show The Chosen. Um, oh, so good. Because, yo, Jesus went to parties and he got lit. And if you don't agree with me, oh, people bite are going to get so mad at you for that comment. <clears throat> bite me. Oh, looks like we're having some technical difficulties. There you go. Oh, okay. You scared me for a second. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, upgrade that Wi-Fi, my guy, and stop you. Stop using your neighbor's Wi-Fi. Get your own, bro. No, I got mine, boy. But anyways, like I said, I mean, when he he went to parties, he participated in the games. And are you hearing us? Because I can hear myself talking. No, no, it's because I have it on my phone just in case. I lowered okay. the volume. You're good. You're good. Okay. So he went to parties, he played all the games, he participated in all the dances, Jesus cracked jokes, Jesus played pranks with his disciples, Mm -hmm. he probably wrestled with him, he, he roasted, he, I know for a fact he was probably out here roasting his disciples and like, we need to stop putting him in a box and acting like he was just God, 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 no, bro, he had human nature and here's the thing he wasn't like that because he was human he was like that before he was human because all emotions come from him so before jesus even took human form he had a sense of humor he had sadness he knows because he's omniscient so he didn't have to come to learn how to be human 
And he came to show that in humanity you can still be holy. <clears throat> there, that I agree with. I don't know that if he felt sadness and before he came down, he had the ability to because he's omniscient. He had His the ability, ability to. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe. So uh, you're telling me that he didn't feel sadness in heaven when Satan disobeyed him? I was just about to say that. Okay, maybe he was uh, uh, at the time that Lucifer. Loser, uh, you don't think he felt sadness when Adam yeah, yeah, sinned? Yeah, yeah but. Mm. He was in heaven. <laughs> You're right. Hey, that's a hey, I I buy out. That's solid. I like that. A lot of people won't agree with that, but I see where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, because we were made in his image. We were made in his image. So everything we feel, who felt it first? We were made in his image. Dang, that's true. Because when when Lucifer failed and Adam and Eve sinned technically jesus had not been humanized yet no but he did not even exist technically he did no, exist he did 100 uh, he did exist right yeah. so and that's biblical just not he, in human form he was in, in the old testament every time when he said Elange de Yuvah, who do you think they were talking to mm-hmm. yeah well we'll get into it i know yeah, yeah. right you now know, you're 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 because we didn't that's not our topic but I, I feel like those memes where you see the asian guy doing all the math in the air like that's how i feel i'm like wait oh hold on <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, my mom came in for a second. So let's talk about the different kinds of prayer, right? So we have prayer in the form of worship. So where this is so we can discuss to pray without ceasing and show that it is it is possible. Um, so you have prayer as worship, which is like David's specialty. The whole book of Psalm is songs and prayers at the same time. Yeah, facts. Okay. You have the prayer of confession. Dang, Jesus, I messed up. I did this. I fell. I confessed my sins. And give me the strength not to do it again. That's a prayer. The prayer of thanksgiving. Lord, I wake up. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this meal. That's a prayer. <clears throat> the prayer of intercession. Prayer of meditative prayer. This is one of my favorite forms of prayer where I don't have to speak. Yeah, I do this a lot. Right? I, I didn't realize it was like an official term for it, but I do this a lot. Meditative prayer where I'm technically not even speaking. You're just reflecting I'm on just your like life and letting God speak to you. Like the sofa, obviously it's behind my backdrop, but the sofa, I have, I'll just be sitting there sometimes. I'll just turn off all the lights and I have some worship music playing and I'm just... It's like if my, it's like if he's reading my spirit, like it's, it's that's exactly, bro. What does the Bible say? Who knows the thoughts of a person better than the spirit in him? Oh, you see, that was a layup. Hey, you woke up. I say, hey, Yo, Lewis. Yeah, guys, we're gonna we're gonna uh, after this episode, we're gonna do a GoFundMe for Lewis so that he can upgrade his Wi-Fi. There you go. You heard no, we're said? um no. While, while you were offline, I said, guys, viewers, followers, after this episode, we're gonna do a GoFundMe for Lewis so he can upgrade his Wi-Fi. <laughs> No, what it is is my router's downstairs. I'm like room is like 
the the weakest signal in the house. So I gotta get like um an extender, Wi-Fi extender. Well, I'm no, not even that. I'm gonna have to make a hole in my roof and run the cable, like an Ethernet cable, directly through the floorboard and come up to my room to be able to plug in. That's um, so extra. Just buy one of those like 500 foot cables and just run it up the stairs. Yeah, but my toddler. Lock them in the closet. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, no, like that's what the Holy Spirit does. He's like, he reads and That's why the, the Bible says that when we don't know what to pray for, he prays for us, right? Then we have the listening prayer. This involves being still and receptive to God's kindness. This is where the verse be still and know that I am God. If I just sit in a chair and I don't say a word, you know what I mean? And, and Robert Nakoma, beautiful. He, that little comment. Thank you, Robert, for that comment. But so it's just listening. It's just being still. And then you have the prayer of faith. This is the prayers where I declare, I pray in faith that you're going to heal me. I pray in faith that the job will be provided. I pray in faith, you know, and then you have the prayer of surrender. It says Christians offer prayers where they surrender their will to God and seek his guidance. This is the prayer that Jesus prayed in Gethsemane. Pásame de mí esta copa. If, if there's another way, but let your will be done. We were talking about that the other day, Lewis, and we actually brought it up in Bible study last night. Uh, you know, when you look at the Lord's prayer, it says, you know, hallowed be the name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, and what I was telling the class yesterday, I was like, the problem is, is that the way a lot of people are praying is, Lord, let my will here on earth um, bring it to you. Like, take what I want and what I desire, my, my will, and just take it up to heaven and make it happen. Correct. And that's Homie, so wrong. It's reverse. It's let your will... And the other thing is prayer of faith. People are saying, oh, I'm praying in faith. No, you're praying in hope. You're praying in hopes that he hears you and makes it happen. There's no that's, authority. That's There's no authority. That's not faith. Oh, I, I'm praying in faith and I have faith. No, you're hoping. And mm. you're just hoping that he hears your prayer. You're hoping that what you're asking for comes into fruition. I can tell you this from a personal standpoint. I've been praying wrong for the last year. And my brother knows. Me and too. I you know, I don't have to. I'm go just into, now learning eventually, how to pray. Yeah, eventually I'll go into details. But for those who know me personally, maybe you know. But this last year has been no, not the hardest. It was the worst year. It it it, it was just overwhelming, and I realized after number one reading the book that my brother mentioned earlier, like I told you, that book is changing my life. Yeah, I'm only on chapter two and I'm wrecked. Yeah, I just started chapter two this morning and I realized, I'm like, you know how humbling it is? Like, yo, I've been praying wrong <laughs> for 32 years almost. <laughs> like, I've been doing it wrong the whole time, right? Um, but just, I think that's a, a big, big stigma. It's a lot of people think they're praying in faith, but they're praying in hope. Yeah, and that, that verse that you're moving on on earth, it's literally what it's saying is, it's, there's no theology. It says there's no it, theology. It, it means what it says. It's God. Show me how I can bring heaven down to earth today. So, and we'll 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 dive deep into that on another episode. But the point is, it is possible to pray without ceasing. It's just not the prayer that you think. It's not what you think it looks like. It's not getting on my knees all day. It's and everything I do, I acknowledge God in some way, shape, or form. I can be working 
and meditating. I, when I go out, when I clock off for lunch, pray for my food. That's praying. When I'm driving, sing songs to worship. That's prayer. Worship is prayer. Like, so it is possible to pray without ceasing. It's just not the way we've thought about prayer. We just have to have a different conversation about what prayer looks like. Right. So I wrote here, um, that we can do all things while functioning in our natural state, like while we're working, exercising, grocery shopping, cooking, etc. Focusing on maintaining my communion with any form of prayer or meditation with the Lord. Colossians 3.23 says, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Mm. So if I'm working, I can't like not work and pray but i can make sure that while i'm in my work make sure i don't separate my separate myself from the spirit with an action so like i said work as in it, not having inappropriate conversations exactly. with your coworkers, not talking certain things and not submitting yourself you know uh when i'm at a job a photo a job for those of you guys who don't know i do real estate photography so I'm a lot shout of out to j mac media <clears throat> solutions you, you um, so a lot of times when, uh, not a lot of times, and, and again, I'm not going to go into details, but there has been some moments that I've had, you know, uh, weird interactions with like a realtor or a homeowner. And there's been times that those interactions is like, this could have went South. Um, but you know, I just tell myself like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm covered. Number one, I'm just like covered by the blood I'm good. Lord, you in me, <laughs> like do what you gotta do. But, um, yeah, Louis, you're you're on point. You're on point with that. Yeah. Um now here is uh so like I said, you know, this is the main thing. Our goal of this episode was to remove that sense of guilt that a lot of people feel where, man, I'm not I'm not a good Christian and I and I I, I feel like I'm not gonna make it to heaven because there's times where where I'm not uh fully functioning in the spirit. Well, you're not meant to fully and completely 24-7 function in this period because God knows we have to do natural things. Yep. When you're focusing on, when you're in that natural setting, just make sure, like you said, just don't do anything. Don't think anything. Don't watch anything that will disconnect you from the spirit. And and because the thing is, the spirit's going to, as long as you don't do nothing to disconnect yourself. He's always with you. The spirit's always with you whether exactly. you're actively, you know, and, and connecting with it at that moment. So you don't have to figure out, oh, I got to figure out how to be. The Holy Spirit is not needy. It's not needy. It's there 24-7. He's there. Just don't do no, not nothing it, to disconnect yourself from the Spirit because then that's where you start having issues. Yeah, so the the, the Holy Spirit is not that needy girlfriend. I don't know. You, your, your whole life needs to read around me and give me. No, the Holy Spirit knows you got to work. He knows you, you got to play with your kid. He knows you got to cook. He knows you got to pay bills. And, he, and he's with you. So, um, the, the, the biggest thing that has changed my life this week is when I've understood this about the Holy spirit, he's with you 24 seven. He's not express, he, but he just doesn't express himself or put himself to the front 24 seven because he knows there's times now when he's with you, nonstop, he's never going to leave you. He's always in you. Naturally, when you speak, people are going to be like, wow, there's something different about this guy. Yeah. The way you live. Dang, look at the way he didn't react. To I really it. like your last note here. I just read it. I'm like, oh, come on, get to this. I like All right. That a lot. Oh, the last one. Okay. Yeah. And we're, we're ending here now. You want to read it? Yeah. So it says, uh, 
per the author Lewis Cruz, when I am functioning completely, he capitalized it. <clears throat> when I am functioning completely in the spirit, I am called to separate myself from the world and enter a secret place where no other distractions can interrupt me. I can't let all my prayer be split with a natural function. So when I wrote this note last night, basically what the Holy Spirit was telling me is, do you do what you got to do? And it's okay to share some of my prayer time with the natural world. I understand it. I know that sometimes throughout the day, the only time you're going to be able to pray is while you're driving to work on your commute. I understand that there's going to be times where you're going to have to share my time with your natural responsibilities. And I'm okay with that to an extent. Right. If that, if the only time you pray with me is while you're in your car, while you're having to focus on driving and pray at the same time, there's an issue because if I'm, if he's, this is what the Holy spirit is saying. If I'm willing to share some of my time with other things, but you better give me time just for me. Right. Cause there, there's this time, like he, the spirit understands that there's, you know, natural, natural things or things that are pivotal to our life work, being a father, spending time with your kids, he gets <clears throat> spending. But then when you in your position where you're watching six hours, of of Netflix, Netflix and, or something. Yes. And now you're going to bed. Oh, because I got to wake up in the morning to take care of the kids. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold on. You just spent, you just watched every season of Love is Blind in like one sitting. And but, by doing that, you're showing me that Love is Blind because you didn't spend time with me. I don't know. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I th I'm throwing myself under the bus. Love is Blind is my show. I don't even know what that is. It's a it's so people are gonna be like that thing, Bill. It's essentially <laughs> a show where you got a group of men, a group of women. They meet, they go into these pods, and they have to like fall in love with each other without ever seeing. So like really falling in love with like the person on the inside, and they don't see each other. Oh, until, so the way we do with Jesus, we fall in love with him without seeing him, uh, yeah, but we get to know him through relationship. Ooh, right. see, we we there's we'll a find a way. <laughs> we'll find a way. We're Pentecostals, of course. We find a way to twist everything into a message. <laughs> I'm, I'm deceased. <laughs> but oh, check out this verse. And this is how, bro, this verse absolutely wrecked me when I read this. Hebrews 10, 19. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, he lets us go right into the presence of God with sincere wow. hearts, fully trusting him for our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean and our bodies have been washed with pure water. So, now, like I said, you know, we have our natural state, but we have to give the Holy Spirit this kind of time. This verse is describing what he's expecting from us daily. I, give, you have to every day give him some time that is so. And here's the thing. We got to remember how what we really received because of Jesus. 
it's not just salvation. Salvation is just the door. Yeah, and and just, we, we, we stop at salvation and we and we don't talk about the rest. The right? authority that came with it. Everything. 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 So we got to remember that in the Old Testament, only one person was allowed the entire, out of the entire Israel. And they could only go one time a year. Because if you had a speck of sin on you, you're dead. Right? And the rituals and all the sanctification, it was basically for that split second where the high priest was in the most holy place, they were in the spirit. Yeah, facts. It wasn't even them. We're not even ready for that. No, because there's we, no sanctification process, no washing of the nothing. there's nothing that could have been done that no. the priest was able to walk in without sin. Exactly. Oh, this was not exactly. a thing of oh, this was not a physical This was the one time where the Holy Spirit did it was like come oh, upon legit. them. Correct. Come upon them. Yeah. See, that's a whole people ain't ready for that topic. Yeah. But, but now mm. he's saying you don't have to go through all these rituals because I already sanctified you. I cleansed you. I redeemed you. So before people would come within just the vicinity of the most holy place and be in fear. Because I don't even want to go near that place because I I can die going near that place because of my sin. And, and now he's saying, is saying, come boldly. And you got to understand, again, no word is ever, there is not a single comma, period, semicolon, con- semicolon, what? Sem- and- <laughs> Yo, semi-cold. Yo, sounds like an right. Italian fast. I don't know what that's like, what that, like a bootleg cannoli. Like, what is going on? There is not a semicolon, a punctuation mark, a word. The fact, because like I, real quick, I looked up right while you were talking. Boldly, the definition of I put boldly. I'm sure the definition changes where bold or whatever, but it says. Boldly means in a confident and courageous way, showing a willingness to take risks or in a way that is characterized by having a strong, vivid or clear connection. So it's like, you got to understand, even in the Old Testament, you don't just walk into the king's quarters. No, no. You got to go check in with the receptionist. Esther, look at, that's what yeah. the book of Esther is about. And, Ooh. and that's, that's why, listen, listen, listen. That is why. I was, I hate you. You literally took the words out of my mouth. It wasn't the fact that Esther walked in that was wrecking everyone. It was the fact that the authority that she walked into the quarters with. The boldness. A boldness that, like, I own this place. I'm your queen, right? I don't need to ask you permission to come talk to you. I'm going to talk to you. You made me your queen, right? You made me your wife, right? This is mine too then, right? I'm going to talk to you. And that's what the verse is saying. Like, you don't got to ask permission to come into his presence. Jesus is literally the reason why you're able to come to me directly. So talk about it. Be about it. So when come it says when it says that since we have a great priest who rules over the God's house, he lets us go right into the presence. So basically what I picture was there's a club outside. Uh, all the clubs is always a bouncer, right? And the bouncer determines who comes in and who comes out. Don't and use club. Just say he, he owns a mansion and there's a security gate. At the- fine. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. you know why? Because there's people in the world that are going to hear this, and that's what they're going to understand. Hey, true, true. I love that. See, I, I, I I'm going to speak the way the world is going to understand. I because bow. if I try to use something like else, that. they're not going to get it. So, I like that. When you, when people go to the club, there's a bouncer that determines who comes in and out of the club. 
And what did what it, when you're in the world, right? And I know because we used we had a moment in our lives where we 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 were in that scene, and yeah, the goal was I gotta I gotta be cool with the bouncer, I gotta buy I gotta slip a honey. Um, you did not just say a honey. I gotta I gotta uh I gotta come with a honey. I gotta buy something. Just become cool because if I know the bouncer, if I'm cool with the bouncer, I know I'm gonna get in. So what this verse is saying is, as you're coming towards the presence of God, and before we would enter fearful, and, and when it says boldly, now I, I just, I saw a little uh, text message coming through the phone. You can enter boldly and come humbly at the same time, because boldly is your physical expression, but your heart posture is humble. Mm -hmm. So we can come boldly and be humbled at the same time. There's no separation. And that's a little sick. Those are the kind of things we got to break. I can be bold and be humble because the Bible says be bold in the spirit. If but anything, the humble authority is probably one of the most it's the strong, like that's Because you understand that the authority I'm acting in didn't come from me. You know your role. This ain't me. I'm just a vessel, I'm but my authority vessel. is delegated. My authority yeah. is not mine. It didn't come yep. from within me. It came upon me. Yep. So, yes, Which we can... Hey, remember That's what, what we're going to talk next week. We can come, we can express ourselves boldly if we're humbly in the Spirit's authority. Right. That's 100%. That is not even doable. It's what we're called to do. But just now, every preacher and evangelist and prophet and, and, and a doctor, take, now, now, it's self-entitled authority. Self, it's, self it's, it's authority, authority. that they're, they're bringing from within themselves that never came from you, above. You get, you, you get 10,000 views on your Instagram reels, and now you think you have authority. Like, bro. Correct. So yeah. check this out, right? So we're, we're in and this was a, uh, an analogy that God gave me for this. Picture someone trying to get in to the presence. And in the Old Testament, we would try and we would try. And Jesus said, no, I can't. The Holy Spirit, I can't. God said, I can't. Because if you come in here, you'll die. Mm. And we're just trying and, and we're running up against the wall and there's a curtain, there's a wall that's separating. We're just full speed. And it's like those movies where someone's so desperate. Um, there's a movie called uh, uh, The Turtle's Tale. And there was uh, they were stuck in an aquarium and the shark kept on ramming. Uh, it was a hammerhead shark who kept on ramming into the to the glass. And everybody would make fun of him because like, bro, this guy's crazy. He knows that he can't get through that glass. And one day the turtle asked him, he's like, why do you do this? He says, you don't think I don't know. You think I don't know that I'm, I'm not going to be able to break this. But if I quit, what message am I sending to the rest of them? Right. So that's that's us. We're Jeez. just trying to get to him. And we can't. And Israel is like, well, we're going to keep on trying. We can't quit. We know we can't get to the presence of God. We know we can't enter the most holy place. But if we don't stop trying. There all hope is lost for the world. So even in their sin, they're trying and their mistakes, they're trying and they're just running up against that one. It's like, I know I'm in sin. I know I'm messed up. I know I'm not perfect, but I'm going to keep on running into this wall because the prophecy states that one day someone's going to come mm. and tear this wall down. So now mm -hmm. we're bloodied up. We're bleeding from all the times that we ran into the wall. We're missing teeth. And this time we're all just limping with crutches and we're coming to the presence of God after Jesus did what he did. And this time there's no wall. Yep. Jesus. This time right Jesus is there. Jesus, bing, this time bing. Jesus is there. And as you're approaching, now we have the Holy Spirit in hand. And as we approach the presence of God, the Holy Spirit winks at Jesus. Jesus winks at the Holy Spirit. And we're freaking out. It's like, oh my gosh, if I enter the presence of God, I'm going to die. And the Holy Spirit says, nah, he's with me. 
Nah, he's good. Like he's the, good. Like the bouncer yeah, analogy, like right? Like, nah, he's with me. Nah, he's, because yeah. when you would get in, sometimes people would go into the club and they would know someone that was powerful. And then that person would say, nah, he's with me. And just because he was associated with that person. He wasn't be, qualified. Oh, but he's with me, though. I'm qualified. He's not. That's what the Holy Spirit me, does is when doing. now because of the work of Jesus, who's the high priest and the Holy Spirit being our usher, when the Holy Spirit walks hand in hand with us into the presence of the Lord. Mm. The Holy Spirit tells Jesus, yo, he's with me. And Jesus says, bet, this is my house, so I'm going to let y'all pass through. And now we can enter boldly. So that's the kind of prayer that we have to dedicate every day is the kind of prayer where I'm going to enter your presence, but I'm not even going to ask about my stuff because that's a different kind of prayer. My prayer of faith and asking for stuff, that's outside of this time. That time needs to be heaven opening up. And I reach up into heaven and bring heaven down to earth. What do you need for me today? God, what what part of your will do you want me to accomplish today on earth? Mm. That's that's powerful. Bro, what part wait. of your next week is going to be next, a show? Was, that's what I'm like. I'm like, my, I'm like, yo, I cannot wait for next, next week's week about, about to be a movie. We're going to keep on talking about prayer, guys. And this is what me and Mikey have been. Uh, we've been led to. It's like we really got to dive in. And thank you again, Ethan. Shout to out to Etha, Jason Rodriguez's wife, who put us onto this book. Thank this you so book, much because oh this book, God, and so you know what? We and, and we'll we'll you know we'll take notes and we'll just we'll have like even like a little mini book club. We'll talk about the book and the comments. But guys, prayer is key. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, today, if there's one thing we want you to take from is you can walk in the natural. You can take care of your family. You can handle your business. Still be in the spirit. When you're in that mode and work mode and driving mode, just make sure don't do anything that'll disconnect you because the spirit's with you all day. He doesn't leave your side. You know, do what you got to do and make sure you're not saying words, watching things, listening yeah, to things run, that you shouldn't. Run your business. Go to your work. Do yes. what you got to do. Do your vacations. Play with your kids. All that. 100%. Is, is that, uh, but when it's time for him, make it about him. And I'll close with this one more thing. Also, we want you to understand we're talking about the right way to pray and all this. Don't go freak out now neither. Be like, oh, my God, God has to This is why There's my no prayers haven't to... been answered. I've been doing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> oh, you know, like, it, we're not we're not saying that neither. Because at the end of the day, God There's sees There's no wrong way to pray. You know, yeah. God sees your spirit. Yeah. And when we say, oh, this is the right way to pray, it's not that you're praying wrong. It's just to really... Uh, I want to say specialize your, your organize your prayers, organize, structure, your categorize prayers, your prayers and, and structure your prayers. Yes. So that way your spirit and the needs of your spirit matches with what God's giving you as well. Everything connects. And that's when you start seeing consistency in your life when it comes to what your prayer is and what God is giving you in return based on that interaction. So that that's what 100 percent mean by now so don't freak out and be like oh i've been teaching my kids wrong i made them memorize the lord's prayer you're telling me <laughs> like relax that's not what i'm saying we're yeah just, and like yeah. you said that's why we went over the list of all the different kinds of prayers like it all counts as prayer prayer is just talking to god yeah. so there's no wrong way to talk to god you can talk to god and even if verbally we may not express it correctly the holy spirit reads your heart and he's our translator he said god i know he said this but he meant this because i read his heart so just don't don't freak like you said don't enter oh my holy spirit reads your heart which is why it's important don't piss him off 
Yes. Don't make him sad. That's what the Bible says. Don't make the Holy Spirit sad. Don't do anything to offend him. He is like a dove because he's gentle and he can't, his feelings can't be hurt. So just like you said, do you live your life, do what you got to do, but do it in a loving way towards him. As if that's why the verse of Colossians says, do everything as if you're doing it for the Lord. And then you give him his time and we're going to be all right. We're going to be good. So. Yo. All right, fellas. This I've, been was crazy. I've, I've, I've been texting my brother in the private chat. I'm not gonna lie, I got so many things to do today, so I'm gonna go ahead and. I didn't even. I didn't even. Uh, bro, it's been blue check marking this whole time. I thought you were reading it. Nothing. Dang. I know. See, this is exactly what we we're talking about today. You got a wedding to go to. Where's it gonna be? On a yacht, you said, or something like that. Something like that. See, and and you're gonna go have fun, and you're gonna enjoy yourself. We're gonna leave my my kids with uh with their godparents. And uh, and you go enjoy life. Um, we need some time, just mama, yeah. mommy, and daddy. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, God bless. And us in prayer, no, bro. Oh, oh, okay, my bad. I'm I'll gonna pray. slap the heathen out of you. And us in that's prayer. That's impossible. Jesus, right now, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Stop. Chill out. You're the one talking about ASMR earlier. <laughs> so listen, let's, let's go ahead and end with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, first of all, we just want to thank you for the blessings. And the privilege and the opportunity for us to be able to do this, God. There are places where if they try to live stream something like this, they will, they're, they're done, you know. And, and we have the privilege to be, uh, you know, in a position where we can do this openly and freely, Lord. And we thank you for that blessing, God. And I just pray that you continue to reveal yourself and reveal your characteristics, characteristics, reveal you, who you are as we continue to speak on your word and, and on these topics, God. And that. Uh, everything that we learn and we study and 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 grow and we can just start applying it to our lives daily not just listening not just liking the video not just sharing it but applying everything that we are speaking of and learning uh, so that we can continue to grow our walk with you god and i just pray lord that if there are if there's someone who's watching this video that has not made the decision to accept you into your life god i pray that you just bring conviction over them at this moment so that they may genuinely experience what it is to have an interaction with you and have their life change god and for those who are walking with you god and have accepted lord and maybe they're just a little lost on the way or if they've detoured lord i just pray you start bringing guidance and and reestablishing that walk with you, God, and, and to put us back on the right path. And I thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing. And we declare and believe all this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. This was our first video live stream podcast episode. And then I'll be uh, taking the audio and we'll upload it to Apple Podcasts and Podbean and all that. So you guys can listen to it. But thank you guys so much. This is about to be a ride. We're excited. Thank you for joining us on the Disruptive doctrine podcast mike have fun at the wedding homie i love yeah, you yeah i gotta clean the house first my and my boys are up so all right love you guys. thank you everyone Deuces. love you guys peace you guys. out